I would like to acknowledge the traditional custodians of the land in which this podcast is being recorded, the Gonokurnai Nation. I pay my respects to their elders, past, present and emerging, and extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islanders, especially those listening here today. Welcome to Catch Me Outside My Comfort Zone, a lifestyle podcast that focuses on the outside of our zones as well as the inside of our homes. I'm your host, Alyssa Sutherland, interior designer and entrepreneur. Come with me as I take you on a journey to build the life of your dreams. Hello, loves, and welcome back to Catch Me Outside My Comfort Zone. Happy Monday, new week, new vibes. I hope you had a stunning weekend and hopefully the weather was okay where you were. It was freaking beautiful in my hometown, my coastal town. Spent the weekend boating in the pool and doing my favorite thing at the moment, which is what this episode's all about reading. I am in my reading era and I thought I would do a full episode about it because I want to encourage you guys to get into it too. I know a lot of people always say, I wish I read more. I wish I could find what kind of books I like. And I wish that I just knew like some tips on how to get better at it and to stay motivated in it. And reading is like a habit similar to anything else. It's like going to the gym. It's like going for a walk. It's like eating healthy whatever it is, you have to just like find the thing that works for you and you have to just make it a part of your daily routine. And then the discipline becomes habit and it becomes something you enjoy and you just do it simply rather than forcing yourself to do it. And over summer and in holidays, of course, I get, you know, so much more time to read as we all do. Like we're not working, we're not like doing too much, we're just chilling out. Like I'm lucky I got a nice coastal beach town that I live in, so I'm often able to go to the beach or just like chill by my pool or we go out in the boat, whatever. So like I've always just got a book on me because I'm like I'm no doubt just gonna be chilling most of the time. And I find like with this start of year as well, like you're still just easing back into things. I'm very focused on slowing down this year and like getting things done but it doesn't have to be done like in a super fast pace and like I don't know I just feel more I guess at the start of the year you're you're so much more on top of things because it's the beginning and reading for me is just something that I'm like well I'm going to prioritize that and I can get everything done around my schedule like I see on Instagram so many like moms, mummy bloggers, whatever, they they find time to read. So if they can read, then so can I. My whole mantra, I feel like this year is like, if they can, so can I. So with the, whatever it is, if they can make a million dollars, so can I. <laughs> if they can read a book in their spare time, then I can find spare time to read a book. That is like my whole mantra and my whole energy and focus towards it. And it's literally as simple as doing one thing. Stop fucking doom scrolling and pick up your book and start fucking reading. That is literally the only difference I find that stops me from reading and it's my fucking phone. And I know that every single person here will completely agree. And I'm just honestly so bored of social media at the moment. I don't know if it's just because again, it's like, not many people are posting because it's like either like holiday content 
and not everyone back into work. So it's not like a bombardment of like work or social media, like e-com sales, all that shit. Like it's pretty chill at the moment. And obviously with my business and my work, I use social media a lot. So I do post a lot, but that doesn't necessarily mean I spend a lot of time scrolling and like on social media. I kind of just like plan my posts, do that. And then I kind of hop off and just like go on every now and then to check how they're going. I don't really scroll that much anymore because I just find it really boring. I've deleted TikTok off my phone because I hated the vibes. I hated the feed I had. And I was just like, nah, I'm done with TikTok. And if you know me, you know, it took probably a long time for me to get too long to get TikTok. But now I'm like, you know what? It really isn't. It's great, but it's not that great. You know, just not another thing that we used to scroll on. And I was like, no, this is, this is holding me back from my reading era. So I thought I would just like jump on, do this quick app and tell you the things that I like to do to help me read and to find what kind of books I like to read and also like my reading goals for this year. So firstly, last year at the same time, like the end of the year, start of the year when I'm on holidays, I just like literally binge read books. I love it. And I got so into it last year that I was like, I'm going to set myself the goal to read 50 books in 2023. I was like, yep, that's like at least one a week. I can do it. Well, that was very ballsy of me. And I want you to have a think about how many books you think I read. Think of a number from zero to 50. Now's your moment to, to like write that down. Think about it in your head. And now I will reveal the amount of books I've read. 11. I read 11 books in 2023 when I thought I could read 50. It says on my, um, firstly, this is my first hack. Get the app called Goodreads. There's probably others out there, but I really like Goodreads. And you can track all these things. So it's like in 2023, I read 3,717 pages and that was for 11 books. So I am someone who has, <laughs> this is so funny, at the end of the challenge, oh my God, you guys will love this. I read 44% of my goal because I ended up changing it to 25, still didn't get there. And it just says, better luck in 2024. Well, thank you, Goodreads. I'm really trying. Um, I thought I'd read to you the ones I did read. I'll share with you what I read in 2023 because I loved every single book I read and I recommend them all. 2023 was definitely the year of Colleen Hoover. If you know, you know. So I read... <sighs> I think the first ever one I read was Verity and it's not even in my, I didn't even track that. I must have actually read it at the end of 2022. Anyway, that was the first Colleen Hoover book I read and holy shit, it's insane. And I read it in like a day. I also read All Your Perfects, It Ends With Us, It Starts With Us. And that's all the Colleen Hoover ones I read. I read The Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo and loved that book. I could read it again. It was so good. I read Heartstrong by Elodie Pullen. 
If you guys know Chumpy Pullen, he passed away in 2020 when he was spearfishing, shallow diving, and Elodie, his partner, has gone on to have a baby with his sperm that they retrieved from his body like 48 hours after he passed away and it's just such a miracle baby like you would have seen on Instagram like mini pull in like the Fisher is like so obsessed with her and they're really close with Fisher and Chloe and they're just the most gorgeous family like if you don't know the Pullins and Elodie and all that you need to go right now and look at them on Instagram and listen to their podcast, Darlene Shine, which is Elodie and Chloe's podcast. Oh, like the just most gorgeous things ever. And that book is the most heart wrenching book I've ever read. I read it in a day and I just like cried the entire time, but it was so powerful and so moving. And Elodie is just like such an icon. She's so beautiful. And yeah, that book is just so empowering. So that was heartstrong. I also read You Are a Badass at Making Money. I probably want to read that one again this year. It's just really good for money mindset. And obviously some people need that reminder of like to switch yourself into more positive mindset. I read Putting Yourself First by Holly as a Party. And that was really great as well. Another self-help book. And then I read three from Katie Robert and these are called Radiant Sin, Electric Idol and Wicked Beauty and these are more like you know how everyone's kind of into the fantasy sort of stuff at the moment. These are not quite fantasy but they're definitely the smut and (laughs) they are more like based on Greek mythology but like a modern take on that and yeah they're hot. They're hot books so Katie Robert is amazing. She's got like two more out now, so I need to like catch up on them, but they are so good. And the last book I'm pretty sure I read was called The Love Hypothesis by Allie Hazelwood, and that was so good. And then I did start one called The People We Meet on Vacation. And I started that book when I went on vacation with Sarah to Queensland. And I just literally didn't finish it while we were there and I didn't pick it up until the very end of the year. So it was the first book I read for 2024. So that was by Emily Henry. I feel like it just wasn't that inspiring. Not that it's inspiring, it's more of a fiction book, but like it wasn't that cliffhanging and it took a long time to get to the point which she obviously predicted was going to happen all along. So like it was good if you need a book to read, but I just thought it wasn't really what the title says it's going to be, if you know what I mean, and just dragged out way too much. The next one I read this year was called My Killer Vacation by Tessa Bailey. My sister-in-law gave me this for Christmas after I saw Revy Jane's recommendation on it. And that was so good. Again, I read that in like a day, a couple of days. And yeah, again, just hot straight into it. And it's actually based on a murder mystery. But then, of course, it has a bit of like a romance to it as well. So that was a really good first book for the year as well. 
And then I read one called Red, White and Royal Blue by Casey McQuinston. This is about someone who is a prince and then someone who is like the son of the president. So it's guy to guy and it is, again, very like predictable with what's going to happen. But it's hot, it's steamy, but it doesn't get too steamy. Could have been more on that, but that's okay. And it's just like a really easy read. Like it was a few, again, probably a book that probably dragged out as well. Sometimes I just think, do these authors really need to keep going with what they're banging on about? But at the same time, yeah, if you're in it, you're in it. But for me, I'm probably like, it could have been wrapped up in 200 pages, not 400. I don't know. I end up skimming sometimes. Um, okay, and then I found this one at the bookstore the other day and I absolutely, actually mum found it for me and I loved it. So we, I picked it up and I finished that last week called Life's Too Short by Abby Jimenez and I just felt like the two characters, it's written from, each chapter is written from the male perspective and then the female perspective. And the male is like the name of him is someone who like I know in my personal life and I just felt like he just really embodied that character and I felt very connected to the female character. So I was like, wow, this is like really legit. Um, It's nice when you feel like you can relate to a book, even if it's fiction. And I just thought it had a beautiful message behind it too. Like it is about life is too short. We never know how much time we've got to live and all that stuff. But at the same time, it was a beautiful romance, but a beautiful just like concept of family. And yeah, it was a really nice book and super easy to read. And then I read Good Vibes, Good Life by Vex King. And I read that in half a day. It again is a self-development book. So it's obviously a lot about law of attraction and like switching your mind into more positive mindset And it's basically saying how self-love is a key to unlocking your greatness. And I've read a fuck ton of self-help books, so it's nothing really new to me. But I do like to pick these books up and reread them. Well, like reread things that are what I already know, just as a constant reminder. And I do feel like, you know, we can fall into like a little bit of a trap of feeling a bit unmotivated or we feel like we're forgetting the practices that we already know and I just found this book to be super easy to just like bring me back down to earth help me switch into more positive mindset because I felt like throughout the week I did start to feel a bit off and it just has been a nice reminder to get me back into feeling positive focusing on my goals and my vibration and my frequency super easy read and it's not as like intense as some self-development books are that try to get you to do all these meditations and tasks throughout the book it was just like pretty much I felt like I just had a conversation with this guy and walked away being like oh my god I would be friends with him you know like he also told things from his life but not too much because sometimes I feel like self-development books is a lot about the person writing it and that's great but it's like it's not a biography it's meant to be a like a guidance book so anyway highly recommend good vibes good life and the current book I'm reading which is 
called Three Sisters by Heather Morris is the third from the Tattooist of Oswich. I really can't say that word properly. Series. Um, So the Tattooist of Oswich, Oswich, Oswich is obviously about the Holocaust. And these books should be read by everyone. Like, they are based on true stories. They are based on true real lives. Real people have recalled these stories and she's written them. And it is just so powerful, so moving. And you just feel like I just can't even explain the way you feel reading them. Like this morning, once I sort of like put my book down for the day, I was like in the shower and I was like, oh my God, I just am so lucky. Like to picture yourself in the situation of these people is just, it's incomprehensible and incomprehensible. And also to think of like the wars that are currently going on in the world and stuff. It's just like, we seriously do not realize how lucky we are and the Holocaust to be something that was just going on with so many people so oblivious to it so obviously like in this book it's called three sisters so it's about the sisters and the daughters and to think like what they were going through and their mother had no idea what they were doing or where they were like they all they knew is they'd gone to work for the Germans they had no idea what kind of conditions they were living in or oh like it's just unfathomable is that the word and like yeah you feel like you're clenching like reading it because of how fucked some things are but it's that part that you just need to read it and be like this is real this is real history it really happened and yeah just puts you into perspective so much and obviously it's really interesting as well because it's like we don't learn enough about that part of history I feel um it's obviously very very fucked up and can't believe that it happened but it is something that happened and the tattooist of Auschwitz is a really great book if you as someone who just doesn't even know what to read just go find that book buy it and read it like it's so easy to read and it's a beautiful story about the man who is that the tattooist which is the person who tattooed the numbers onto um, the prisoners when they got to the concentration camps. So, yeah, it's really, really powerful. And then the second book was called Silka's Journey, which is obviously about a girl who was somehow connected to the tattooist. And now I'm on the third one and I've just figured out the characters connecting to each other again. So, yeah like they're based on real people, real people's lives. Um, And if it gives you any like empowerment to the story, it's like these people have obviously survived and that's why these stories exist because they've lived to tell the tale and to tell their experience. And it's so intense to think that the trauma that they've got in themselves and then to have to like retell that story and reshare it is like crazy to think about. But yeah, my God. I'm really enjoying this book though, Three Sisters. I've had it for like over two years it's been since I've read Silka's Journey. So yeah, I've had them for a while and 
I've just had literally someone message me right now being like, I really enjoyed those books. So yeah, I've had a few people message saying they loved these series and they're really easy to read. Again, super interesting and yeah, it just is something that's really, it's very triggering. It's very hard and difficult to read and comprehend, but it's very important that we are aware of that part of history and I highly recommend these books and even a friend messaged me being like, we should have read this at school. Like these should be in schools. And I completely agree. So that is my current read. So I'm onto my sixth book for the year and it is only the 15th of January. So I'm doing pretty well. And I've set myself a goal to read 30 books for 2024. So I think I'm tracking well. I'm currently four ahead of schedule is what, no, what's it saying? on my app it is saying four books ahead of schedule because I've read five so on the Goodreads app you can join the challenge for each year so it's like the 2024 reading challenge and you can set your goal so it can be five books it can be 50 whatever you feel you can achieve and then you can add friends and stuff and you can see what other people are doing and how they're going on their challenge You can create different shelves on the Goodreads app of like categories or all these sorts of things. And then you can update your book as you go along. So for example, I'm reading Three Sisters right now. So I'm on page 102. So I just like put that in and it tells me I'm 24% into my book progression and you can just keep updating that. And that again, I feel like is a really big motivator for me because it's like, oh, I want to keep reading so I can like get to like 50% and then when I'm at 70% I know that I'm not like nearly finished so it just like keeps you more motivated um and then you can have a tab where you create all the books that you want to read so whenever I hear a book I like the sound of I just go onto my Goodreads app and I search it and add it to my want to read tab so I've got like 30 books in there because I'm like If I'm setting a goal to read 30 books, I need to have 30 books in a list that I want to read. So I thought I'll just quickly go over the ones that I want to read. And if anyone has any of these books, send them my way (laughs) because I can't find them in any bookstore. So these are the ones that I'm currently like on my want to read list and I'm going to need them soon. So if you've got them, hit me up. So first we've got Every Summer After, which is obviously a part of the the Summer I Turned Pretty series, I'm pretty sure, which I haven't read The Summer I Turned Pretty. So if I need to read that, let me know. Reminders of Him by Colleen Hoover. Book Lovers by Emily Henry. It Happened One Summer by Tessa Bailey. Hook, Line and Sinker by Tessa Bailey. November Nine by Colleen Hoover. Regretting You by Colleen Hoover. The Mountain Is You by Brianna Weist. That's a self-development one and I've seen really good things about that. So I'm definitely keen to read The Mountain Is You. Daisy Jones and the Six. Good things about that I have heard. Where the Crawdads Sing. I loved this movie and I saw the movie before reading the book, but I still would read the book. So that's definitely my list. How to Win Friends and Influence People. One of my friends has this book and I've been asking if I can borrow it for so long, but perhaps I just need to go and buy it myself. Again, it's a self-development one. Probably something I really want to learn more about in terms of like networking. The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. 
powerful lessons in personal change. Like I'm really like always looking at books that like really successful people have written or read. I feel like that's really entrepreneurial vibes. The Neuroscience of Self-Love by Alexis Fernandez. I read her first book, which is great, and I love her podcast, Do You Fucking Mind? So I'd love to read that one. Last Time We Met by Emily Houghton. Houghton? Dare to Lead by Brene Brown. Again, really big for like business people and entrepreneurs. Good to Great, Why Some Companies Make the Leap and Others Don't. Again, about the business stuff. Do Epic Shit, The Wake Up Call by Beth A. Leary. I nearly bought this in the bookstore the other day, but I know my cousin has it, but I really still want to buy it, so maybe I'll buy that this week. The other ones that I'm going to try and get from the bookstore this week is The Things We Got, The Things We Never Got Over, The Things We Left Behind, and The Things We Hide From The Light. So they're the three. The first one, The Things We Never Got Over, is what I need to hopefully find in my bookstore. She told me they'll come in this week. That's next to my list by Lucy Score. So they only had the things we left behind in my local bookstore, and that's the third one. So I kind of can't start from number three. <laughs> and not that I feel like these books are, oh, I don't know. Tell me if I'm wrong, but I feel like they might have different characters in them. Um, but like they might have the same one. I'm not too sure. So anyway, that sounds like a good book. Um, grit, the power of passion and perseverance. Like you guys can tell when these are self-development books, right? So I don't really need to explain that. 101 lessons that will change the way you think. I feel like that was really big and trending last year and I could never find it in a store. And I would love to know people's thoughts on it if they did read that one. Um, the next three are by Ellie Hazelwood, which she wrote the Love Hypothesis book. So Love Theoretically, Love on the Brain and Below Zero, they all, I'm sure, be great reads. Fourth Wing, which is obviously very much trending right now. It's very fantasy-based and it's like all over TikTok and Instagram. I don't know if I could get into it, but I'm willing to give it a go. Yellow Face, again, another trending one. I'd love to know people's thoughts on it. Happy Place by Emily Henry. A Court of Thorns and Roses, which is, again, a fantasy. We'd love to know my people's thoughts. Part of Your World, Yours Truly, The Friend Zone, and The Happily Ever After playlist, which are all by Abby Jimenez, who wrote the book I've just finished called Life's Too Short. So when I find an author I like in the way that they write, I'm just like I go and search their name and try and find more books by them because you know once you find a good author and the way that they write you're hooked you're going to like most of their stuff because it is definitely about the way you can process and read their storyline that's what really helps you find like a genre that you like I find if they're not as like clear or they use words I don't know I'm not likely to enjoy the way that they write and for me I want something that's like I'm into it from the start. It's like juicy. It's funny. It's like you love the characters. And I also don't like when books are overly descriptive. Like I just, I don't care about the way that the wind felt that day. Like I need to know what they're saying to each other. Like often if I'm getting bored in a book, I just skip 
through and read the dialogue rather than the whole background context, which you totally miss out really important things when you do that. But sometimes I'm just like, what are they talking about? Like, you know, just give me the conversation and who cares about the rest. And the best kind of books, in my personal opinion, that I love to read is when each chapter is written from a different character's perspective. They're my favorite. I love those kinds of books because then I know what both people are thinking, especially if it's a romance book. It's just like, why can't we just know this in real life? Like, you know, you often think, oh, I'd just love to know the male's perspective or the other person's perspective in this. So I love books like that. And yeah, I'm just definitely making it a habit to read every night when I hop into bed and in the morning before I get up as well, even if it's just like a few pages, like at least just read one page and then you end up just like getting stuck into it. Or if you just say, I'm going to read one chapter and then you just like end up reading 50 pages. So yeah, I'm just obsessed with it at the moment. And I really hope that I keep up with that. And I feel like I wanted to do this episode to like be more accountable and over on my personal Instagram, Alyssa Sutherland underscore, I've been posting in a highlights, like the current books I'm reading just because I want to like literally keep myself accountable. And I want to share that because I know when I see other people do it, it motivates me. And then like, I know some people don't give a fuck about what book I'm reading. That's so fine. They can unfollow me if they want to but I loved I love seeing what other people are reading because it inspires me to like find other books and I'm just like oh again if they've got the time to do it so can I and I found that reading is really beneficial for me and my mental health because I just find it's a place where you can just feel calm and you really just like get in the zone with this other lifestyle, this other story, and you find yourself thinking about it later on in the day. Whereas like when you're scrolling, you're hardly ever remembering what you've even looked at, unless it's something that's had a huge impact on you. And it's like, oh, that's a really good tip or that's really good information. But a lot of the time you just scroll, 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 and you forget what you've even seen. But when you read a book, like you're just so in it. And especially when it's a good juicy story, and you're thinking about the characters and you're just like, I wonder what's going to happen next. Like, it's so good. Reading is so good. And when you find a genre that you like, like it can be as shallow as a predictable rom-com or it can be something historical about the Holocaust or it can be self-help and business related. And then, of course, like fantasy is really trending. Um, Honestly, like there's books for fucking everything. You can go and read the Bible. You can go and read like something about travel, a place that you want to go to. You can read every kind of thing possible. And like whatever your vibe is, just go and look for that in the bookstore, like search up what, what like what books there are about it. You'll find something, I guarantee it. And once you're in it, you're in it. Because I know a lot of people have trauma from reading like in school and being forced to read books that they don't think are good and whatever. But yeah, it's just, it's such a nice way to calm your mind. And it's a beautiful thing to do before you go to sleep because you're not like thinking about what you've just looked at on your phone because we consume so much energy when we look at like social media because we're seeing so many different people and we're consuming so many different energies 
Whereas like a book is just like, you're just in it and you're just like thinking about that, but then you won't, I don't know, consume the energy too much. It's a weird thing, but it's true. And yeah, I just think it's so much more educational. You're learning new words, you're learning new ways of to, new ways to speak and to converse. And I don't know, sometimes like, especially with a bit of smart, like you learn a thing or two. <laughs> if you know, you know. So that is my reading era update. I thought I'd dedicate an episode to it so that again, I'm accountable. It can inspire you guys. We can be on a little reading book club journey together. If anyone is interested in any of the books I've talked about, I'm happy to lend them. Although I lend a lot of friends and cousins and stuff as well. So they're not always mine to own. But yeah, and if anyone has any of the books that I've read out that are on my want to read list, I would love to borrow them off you guys. So please let me know. And if yeah, you're interested in more reading content, we can talk about it more and share more about it. But that's my reading era update. I hope it's inspired you guys to pick up your book and put down your phone and get fucking reading.